Coming to you from my basement in beautiful Chicago, this is LesCast. I am your host, Amanda Costner. We are recapping Season 3, Episode 8 of the L Word Generation Q. Whoa, that is far. We are getting towards the end of the season already. My how time flies when you're breaking up couples left and right like a lesbian couple assassin. Um, with me today to break the episode down is somebody who is currently covering the show over on her YouTube channel where she does not just recaps, but trailer recaps as well every week. Also covers yellow jackets and does lots of cool listicle style videos. Make sure you click the link in the description so that you can subscribe to her channel. Please welcome to the podcast, Ashley KM. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Hi, y'all. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, how are you doing? Uh, how has your t- 2023 been thus far? It's been pretty good, pretty chill. I'm running in the new year at home with my dog. Didn't want to go outside. It was raining outside, wet. Didn't want to go outside with a wet ground. People shooting in the air, fireworks. So, <laughs> stay out. <laughs> I hear you. I um, was supposed to visit my sister over Christmas. That all like totally fell apart. So I've been like very low key for the recent holidays and I haven't hated it. I've been enjoying it. That's cool. Because I mean, I really like Christmas too much, but you know, not I a fan. No, I'm more of a Halloween girl. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, they say that's gay. Hello. Uh, gay Christmas <laughs> is Halloween. So yeah. I hear that. Did you? What did you go uh, this year? Did you dress up? Um, actually, no. Just doing some cat ears. Went over okay. my friend's house. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Did a, did a daddy, but yeah, that's it. Hold <laughs> a Danny. Hold a Danny Nunez. Nunez. Uh, okay. Well, we have a pretty decent amount of material to get to today. This episode had an evil villain and a heart attack. So. Uh, that's not nothing. Let's jump in. It was in. a lot. Hello, yeah. Hello. <laughs> um, we start things off at Dana's, where we will spend the majority of our time this episode, and we get sort of this funny scene with Carrie and Fen. Um, I know from your recap today that you mentioned this relationship. Kind of, you're starting to get into it. Yeah, because. When we first met Carrie, I wasn't feeling her at all. I don't know if it was the jokes or what, but I was like, I don't like Carrie. I don't want her to see her no more. But, I mean, since I'm, like, a huge Finley fan, I guess, and, like, I like their relationship together and, like, how she, you know, is by Finley's side, I'm like, okay. I'm starting to like um, Carrie a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I've always been a Carrie fan. Um, I just think that Rosie is like such a good actor and I loved the like dynamic between Bet and, and Rosie between Bet and Carrie. Um, but I also am loving Carrie and Finn and like Finn needs an older, wiser, you know, lesbian mentor who can, you know, sort of help guide through Like, Obviously we're going to see in this episode, Finn sort of is like on her own, right? Like, yeah. She can oh, use all the help. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Just uh, no help back home. Although, as you mentioned, we in your recap, we don't get uh, we all we know is that she likes her dad, 
mm-hmm. but I, apparently he's not really there for her so i don't know what's going on with the dad i don't know either but if she likes him more than her mama then <laughs> but we but you know that's not exactly shooting for the moon you know uh like he could still be still be terrible because basically mm-hmm. anybody is better than finn's mother right probably like the lesser of evils maybe yeah um so i i do want to play this one i use this a lot in my reaction because for some reason it totally cracked me up but when they're still at the um bar talking uh i just want to play this one scene you don't know anything (laughs) i loved when carrie told finn you don't know anything in that low (laughs) for some reason that Maybe because it's true, like Finley is like going through a lot. She has a lot to learn. Yeah, she has a lot to learn, but I mean, it's not her fault. I think it's her. <laughs> you said you're a big Finley fan. What what makes you so drawn towards the character of Finn? I don't know. I mean, ever since I saw her, I was like, I like Finley. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's her sense of humor or, I mean, she always. It's like seems to be messing up, but she doesn't mean bad. I don't think. I think she always has like good intentions. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I feel like I don't know. I just like her character a lot. Maybe um, it's relatable. I mean, I'm I'm not like family, but I've had a friend like family. So I mean, I understand. Maybe, maybe that's where it comes from. Okay. Yeah, you. We. I think we all have some Finleys in our friend group and our life. We can. That's a good point. Some people online say that she's kind of like a sad puppy, and they like, you know, they get a little bit tired of that aspect. What What do you think of that? I mean, a sad puppy. No, <laughs> that's a little harsh. But she does. She gets that face where it's like, oh no. <laughs> Like when she burns I mean, food. You know? Oh my gosh, she's I don't want her cooking nothing for me. Nothing <laughs> for me. Not even a coffee. She can't even make a coffee right. She got to run into the toilet. No, but <laughs> right? She messed Misty up. She was so messed up. But I mean, <laughs> I don't know. She's a sad puppy, but she just she has some issues. <laughs> you yes, know, as we all do. <laughs> but sad puppy. I mean, who wouldn't be sad if he was friendly? <laughs> I'd be sad. Touche. Good point. Um, <laughs> Carrie briefly mentions her shoulder actually at the top of the episode. Now, spoiler alert for everyone at the end of this episode, Carrie is going to have a, what I believe is a heart attack. Um, there, like, there have been a lot of people online asking questions about the way they portrayed this because I guess I didn't know this, but. When women have heart attacks, we don't have the same symptoms as guys do. And so it's like referred to as a silent killer of women. Um, and some people thought it was odd that they kind of portrayed it the way they did. But Rosie O'Donnell, I guess, had a heart attack herself a few years ago. This is like mm. a little autobiographical. I didn't know that. I mean, I mean, yeah, they gave us no clue that she had anything going on with her except like you said in the beginning, she's like, oh, my shoulder, my shoulder hurt. I'm, I'm going to be running. Like, she, running's not going to make the shoulder hurt, girl. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, this was just a lot for Carrie. Mm-hmm. The whole episode. She didn't think Misty liked her. So, 
thought she was making a face at her. And then she had a heart attack, piled out on the floor. I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I thought it was cute how she wanted to show Misty off in the turkey trot. She's like such a good partner. Like, I mean, maybe it's too much, but she she's always you know, she was similarly kind of proud of Tina and she's proud of Misty. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I mean I'm just a Carrie like fan. Carrie, you know, <laughs> You're like new it. to the Carrie fanship. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I can see that. She is a, a good partner. I just was wondering if um, I've heard that the writers team, the writers room is really young. And I wonder if the reason they had her displaying like the male symptoms because none of them have ever had a heart attack. Mm, maybe. So <laughs> I mean, that could be it. Easy mistake to make. <laughs> um, back at Dana's, Finn sees Tess in the kitchen. And um, OK, I wrote down this line because this line she says to the chef. I thought was hilarious. She says, we have a full house for Thanksgiving dinner here tonight. So let's get the turkey cooking. Okay. <laughs> Award-winning dialogue there. I wonder who came up with that line. Because <laughs> they didn't know what else to say. They didn't know what else to say. So. <laughs> um, well, what are your thoughts on Tess this episode? She... You know, a few episodes she got cheated on. She's lost her mom, and now they're having her relapse. She's going through it, and I hate that for her. But um, I didn't really, I didn't want to see Tess drinking again. But I mean, I understand. But um, she shouldn't be sponsoring no more. That's for sure. We had signs. <laughs> <laughs> we had signs in the past few episodes that she shouldn't be a sponsor no more. But now this just confirmed it. But I hope, you know, she don't stay in it. This is just temporary. Since she, you know, spread the ashes and all that. Yeah, I wonder. Oh, you think maybe that was like her partly healing and, and she'll get back on track next episode? Hopefully. Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. I don't know. Did you watch the trailer for the next episode? I did. I saw the trailer. It looks like um, Shane, like almost like again, breaks up with like breaks up with her or something. I hope so. Because- <laughs> I hope this is it for them because I thought this should have been it a long time ago. I was hoping I was going for Shane and I, I, oh. I was really, I was loving seeing Tess get cheated on. Sad for her, sorry, but I was loving the Shane and Ivy scenes when she could have kept her a lot longer. I know they should have got when they saw how much like how good Shane and Ivy were together. They should have asked Kalani to just stay for every episode, the, the whole season. They should have. Big mistake. Yeah. Maybe she wouldn't have wanted to do that. I don't know. She's pretty busy. Maybe. But hopefully they break up. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Okay, so I was going to ask you this. I don't know where it is. I'm kind of skipping ahead a little bit. But when Tess and Finley, towards the beginning of the episode, are in, in the back room together at one point, there's like flirty vibes there. Do you think there's a chance they'll put Tess and Finley together? I hope not. I don't think that'll be good for Finley. <laughs> yeah. That was not a good influence. Yeah. Drinking in the back. Right. No. That would just be piling on more drama. Yeah, no. She needs somebody. We don't even need to know who this person is. This needs to be somebody new. Nobody. <laughs> not Tess. Not Sophie. Nobody. You want Finn to just have a brand new love interest? Yeah. 
Maybe she will meet someone in school. What happened to that? I thought she signed in. Yeah. <laughs> Another dropped plot line. Because I don't know. Maybe they'll revisit it. But I know we have a lot that's probably going on in 9 and 10. It's going to be a lot of Bet and Tina. So maybe they won't revisit the the school thing will be like the religion line they started to go down and never really explored. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, we head across town to Danny's place where we find out Dre has missed their flight. Another victim of Southwest, I guess. Um, are you a Dranny shipper? Dre and Danny? As of right now, no. I don't know what it is. I just can't hop on board. <laughs> um, I like Dre, though. But I don't know if I like them together. I've said before, I want to come for Dre. But I don't know if Dre is the best actor. Ah, uh, yes, I do remember you saying that. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the chemistry. The chemistry was a lot better in this episode, I will say that, in the acting. But mm-hmm. when she hopped in front of that scooter and, like, saved Daddy, and I said, that was just a little too cartoonish <laughs> for me. It was so unrealistic. (laughs) I mean, this show is always a little soap opera-y, but oh, that was just... Are you serious? what? (laughs) (laughs) And then they just immediately start making out. Yeah. And this is supposed to be Danny, like Danny. But I mean, this show doesn't know who Danny is. Like one minute she's doing orgies and going crazy with Roxy. The next minute she's, you know, uptight Danny, like back and mm-hmm. forth. She is. Danny's very uptight. But I mean, I see Dre like kind of loosening Danny up a little bit, maybe. Yes. Yeah. That's a good point. They're they seem to be having more fun together and doing more relaxed things. But speaking of loose, wh- why do you think they keep stressing <laughs> Dre's situation back home? Like is the situation going to show up uh, like the situation from Jersey Shore with the abs and everything? They just keep referencing this. Maybe Dre's situation will pop up. That's what I'm know. thinking. Because otherwise, what a waste to keep referencing it every episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're going to get lots of fireworks in these last two episodes, <laughs> I suspect. Me too. Do you want the fireworks? Are you here for the drama or would you prefer like more I mean, sense? <laughs> I, I want to see the drama. I don't want to see no sense. I want it to be all messy. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you're like, I want the cheating. I'm here for the breakups. Let's do mm-hmm. this. I okay. want to see it all. Love it. Uh, we get a quick phone call from Alice to Angie and Shane. Did you miss Alice this episode? Um, did I miss Alice? I like Alice, but I didn't miss her. Same. No. I, I was, like, her. surprised that I didn't miss her. Mm-hmm. I forgot I about thought... her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you think of the cute cutaway scenes with Angie and Shane spying on Angie's ex-slash-teacher? I loved them. I thought it was some of the best parts of the episode. I like um, Shane and Angie's relationship, so I liked it. Yeah, they are very cute and adorable together. Shane's a good auntie mm-hmm. to Angie. So, do you think that was um, his girlfriend 
that lady he was with at the food bank? I mean, I think so. I mean, they were holding hands. I'm not about to hold just my brother on the back. Yeah, if they're brother sister or like cousins or something, that's a little Game of Thrones, yeah. like set the South, like the deep South, like the way it was like the small of her back, like ooh. Yeah. No. <laughs> Something going on there. But it's he see, I feel like they're portraying him as so innocent. Like how like why does he still have the chat book in his car and stuff? Because he's a man, maybe a messy man. <laughs> he just hasn't gotten away to throw it away yet. Probably he's just there. He doesn't clean. That's probably why. Because <laughs> he doesn't clean. <laughs> <laughs> Another <Okay>. messy man <laughs> in multiple ways. Messy. That's probably why. <laughs> Back at Dana's, uh, literally the devil incarnate has shown up, a.k.a. Finley's mother. Uh, what did you think of Mega Karen, Finley's mom? I thought she is horrible. She's a horrible person. Horrible. <laughs> I don't like her. I can't stand true, it. True villain of, mm-hmm. of the episode. Like, mm-hmm. I thought the... I, I looked up the actor who played her. Um, I think it was Mary something. Uh, Mary McCormick. or Yeah, Mary McCormick. And uh, she's only, she only has one other thing on her IMDb page, which do, that doesn't mean she, that's like maybe nobody's filled out her resume, but um, I thought she did it well because I like really hated her. Mm-hmm. She played evil really well. I mean, I was, excited to see where Finley comes from and stuff, but I don't need to see her no more. I'm ready to see other <laughs> family members. <laughs> Same. We don't need a reappearance. No, we need to see somebody else. Because... <laughs> well, and with this show, they don't really like to bring characters back more than a couple episodes, so I mm-hmm. think if we see more people from her family, it'll, it will be probably her dad or her sister. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully they're a lot better than her. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she called her sister the C-word. What if her sister's like a mini mom, like her mom? Ooh. Well, she can go too because <laughs> <laughs> we don't need none of that. We, we, need need none of that. <laughs> we have to see somebody. Yeah, yeah I'd rather see the dad. <laughs> well, uh, Finley can't deal. She's struggling. So she calls Sophie and Sophie goes back in and says, um, fam, we're going to date us. We're doing Thanksgiving at date us. We're going to go support Finley. My family would have been like, no, we're not. We're nope. stay right here. No we're, way. We're My grandmother. No way. Are you kidding me? Go. No. Go to date. Go to the lesbian bar then. Go. You go by yourself. Yep. We're going to stay here. here with all the food I've been slaying away. You know, right. like these women wake up at the like crack of dawn, and they're they just do. gonna leave all of that in, in, or take. You can't take we all of that with you tomorrow. We don't eat tomorrow. I'm torn. I actually loved the scenes with um, <laughs> Sophie's mom and her grandmother. I love her abuela, um, but like they could have done a better job of getting them to the bar. Like I don't know, a little house fire, um, 
you know, they could have maybe Mirabelle wants to use the restaurant to propose. Like, there's a lot of ways they could have gone in yeah. this way. Yeah, I think they could have handled it a little better. But I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing anymore. <laughs> I was um I was asking my wife earlier she was watching the episode today about because like some of uh I was doing a live with a couple of YouTubers a couple of days ago uh, Evelyn Dar and Ash and Jess and they were so shocked before we went on the live that my wife has like positive things to say about the show um but then today when I was like asking her about it she's like oh it's just because I expect nothing like I have <laughs> the lowest of expectations like I know what it is that's probably what I should have. Low expectations. Yeah. It makes it more fun, I think, that mm-hmm. way. When you don't have any expectations. True. Um, what did you think of the Maribel loses um, the proposal ring and the mashed potatoes shtick? I thought that was stupid. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because okay, Grandma, Grandma, you think the ring, <laughs> the ring fell in these mashed potatoes it would be right there. Right? It seemed like it was just be on top somewhere, not all the way in the bottom. What kind of mashed potatoes are these that it's just sinking? <laughs> are these just oh, oh, very lightweight tater that's being used? I said, what's going on here? What's going on? They stay doing something up. Because, like, honestly, with mashed potatoes, the more you uh, mix them, the gummier they get. They don't get lighter, so yeah. I don't know if there's marshmallow <laughs> fluff in there. And then they didn't even think to look on the counter. What was that on the counter? Some chips? I don't know what that was. But yeah, it looked like um, what was it like garlic and onion? Oh, I was like, what is that? (laughs) I can't see, so I don't know. (laughs) Oh, Oh yeah, that was another interesting trope. Let's see. Okay, one more thing with the Danny and the Dre of it all. Okay, watching the two of of them, I really felt how much Gigi's absence have thrown off Danny's plot lines because they really, I think, don't know what to do with Danny and they always end up sticking her with Sophie and Sophie's family and like Sophie and Finn. And when I I was rewatching the episode today, I was like, oh, I, I really feel like that so much of why Danny doesn't make sense to me is because of Gigi leaving the show. Yeah, that's true because she seems to be all over the place. They don't know what to do with her. <laughs> She's a lost girl. Yeah. Well, when uh, Finn's mom comes back, uh, she introduces her to Sophie's family and then Anne insults sophie's hair um yeah she like i said she like nailed these like bitchy white lady scenes like oh are you serious (laughs) what happened there (laughs) just uh, oh my business yeah oh it's honestly not to be i'm not trying to like go into my therapy sessions here but it reminds me of my mom so (laughs) Just a little triggering for me watching this episode with the mom stuff. <laughs> Just horrible. Uh, and, and that polite voice. Mm-hmm. So like condescending. Mm. Um, I have a question. And this is like, 
this is just some of what me, because like I'm a I'm a comedian, I'm a, I'm a stand-up comedian, I'm I'm a stoner. I was expecting some fireworks when they showed us Micah eating all these gummies. But then he just like stared at food. Um, and it's not like that doesn't happen when you take some gummies. But I just I really thought they were going to give Micah something. And they, we didn't even get so much as a single funny line from him taking the gummies. You thought he was going to be funny? You thought I he did. Was you Once again, Micah, you need to have low expectations. You thought Micah was going to give us something. <laughs> Micah? Oh, no. No, 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 never. <laughs> Well, if I'm in the writer's room, I know it's Micah, but I'm like pitching. Hey, okay, he gets paranoid. He winds up naked, basting himself in turkey juice. I'm pitching crazy fun stuff that, you know, that he can do inside. You know, they're already shooting at Dana's, you know, maybe he thinks one of the tables is an Uber. I don't know. I'm just. He was like, what is this? And Mabel's like, it's sour cream. You ain't never had sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. When you're high, you can't tell the difference. Of, so apparently, that's yeah. Okay. I just I was personally disappointed in that not coming to anything. I'm not. I, <laughs> I, had, I came in with I came in with no expectations for Micah. Mm-hmm. What What are you okay? While we're talking about Micah, how did you feel about them? Okay, they really shoved a lot with them with Micah and Maribel in this episode because they do the announcement that they got a donor. And then at the very end, they squeeze in Maribel proposing to Micah. It's like almost so fast. If you blink, you'll miss it. I mean, I'm glad they did it real quick. Because we need to see. <laughs> we need to waste no more time with that. She okay. should have said, yeah. Like she said, she should have said, yeah, before. And now we got to do this again. You don't, you're like not into, you, you're like, just, you know, give them a few moments. We don't need to spend too much time on Micah and Maribel. Yeah. yeah. A few moments. <laughs> I think that's the, how most, a lot of the fans feel. Uh, I don't think I'm, I'm going too much out on a limb to say that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, now as chaotic as this episode was, we did get some funny family moments. Um, one that I thought was hilarious and, uh, Jacqueline Tabani nailed the timing on was the scene where her mom, um, reveals that she's leaving Finn's father. I just, I died when she, I want to play this clip really quick. I've been unhappy for quite some time, but you know that. I absolutely did not know that. I absolutely did not know that. I mean, <laughs> I was Billy. Like, how would she know that? She ain't been home since she was 17. How's she supposed to know? How's she supposed to know what's going on? That's, I think that's why I think this portrayal of this vil- mother villain was so good because that's just like crazy. And then also how at the end she also lies about like, oh, I didn't know you were gay. And Finn's like, I came out to you. That's how I got kicked out of the house, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, just these like white lies or these just just complete commitment to pretending these falsehoods. It's it's uh, crazy. She's crazy and she's delusional. She needs some help. Right? I mean, she's projecting onto Finley. She's the one who needs to be probably 
getting mm-hmm. some medication. And she's like, you're getting medication. <laughs> that was so random. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Now, um, secret booze in the thermosis side. Um, whose side are you on, Sophie or Tess, in the debate of is this the right time for Finley to make her amends or no? I was on Sophie's side with this one because yeah. this was not the right time or place. Tess was drunk. She didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Bad oh, yeah. And I mean, like I said, this lady isn't tone too different from my mom and these like women like that. they're like the absolute last thing they want to do is be vulnerable in front of a group of people. Like they don't want to be vulnerable at all, but they definitely don't want to be vulnerable with like 12 other people and then like 30 other people in the restaurant. So when Finley started pulling those amends out, I cracked up. I was like, oh no, (laughs) this is not going to go well. Finley always has, she always pulls out the amends at the wrong time. Oh, yep. Oh, man. It was a little bit of the same energy of her busting into Danny and Sophie's wedding in some jean shorts. Like, I think Sophie. (laughs) But y'all need to lay off Philly with that. She said, (laughs) Philly said, I don't know if it was this season or what, but she said, I didn't know I was walking into the wedding. I thought the wedding was later on that night. She thought it was later on that night. She didn't know what she was doing. So, okay. Y'all leave her alone with that. And I'm then for the Finley defending. Sophie even said that Finley saved it. So Sophie and Danny would have been getting a divorce anyway. So Okay. All right, mm-hmm. you're right. Uh, I've uh, right on both counts. <laughs> okay, but did she have to okay, so you're saying that she didn't know, so she she didn't purposely do it publicly. And actually, if she, if they would have got married, it would have been even harder because then maybe Danny would be trapped in a marriage with somebody cheating on her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Th- th- those are good, uh, fair points. That's what I think. <laughs> um, over at Danny's place, Dre asks, do you have a Brie? Um, I guess like a special ex or a person, a special uh, one person. And Danny says, Roxy. Now, I know. A lot of the GG fans like choked on their les lips when this came out of Danny's mouth. What it, what were your thoughts? Um, I mean, at this point, I was like, well, of course she's not going to mention Gigi again. So she's probably like, and Roxy was fresh on her break, so she's going to say Roxy. Uh, you're right. Thought. She did see Rock, but why wouldn't she mention Gigi? I don't know. That was kind of weird, but maybe she just knows that that's just over and done with. She's got to put it behind her. Maybe. I mean, Gigi's got to be a tough to get over, so. Mm-hmm. She's not over it, but she's just probably <laughs> trying to put on the front. <laughs> are you, are you a, were you a Gigi fan when Gigi was on? Yeah. Love yeah. Gigi. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, uh, every once in a while, I crumb across the rare Gigi hater, but okay. You're, you're into Gigi? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, me too. Me too. I miss Gigi. Um, okay, so uh, um, we already kind of talked about Angie and Shane. You liked the Angie and Shane scenes. What did you think about Angie throwing the rock through the car window? I loved it. If I was Shane, I would have picked that one too. We all would have been throwing rocks. <laughs> <laughs> he would have had more than just one busted out window. 
<laughs> how Shane was like, oh, uh, do you should I? There's like a tiki girl in the jash. Should I steal that too? Like Shane was just <laughs> grabbing whatever. I'm what taking everything up out of there. <laughs> it's mine. <Utilizing>. <laughs> Uh, back at Dana's, okay, so uh, um, Anne Finley, Finn's mom, goes crazy with all the amends and just, like, loses it and, um, you know, just totally craps her pants. And then they go back into the green room, and I'm not trying to be insensitive here, but I, w- I will say it was a very touching scene when Finn was like, why does she hate me? But also it totally, and I'm going to age myself here, but it totally reminded me of that like scene in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where Will is hugging his uncle Phil and he's like, why doesn't he love me? He's talking about his dad. I was just, I was taken back to that. Mm-hmm. You think about it, it does. It is a little similar. <laughs> it was very, it's very sad when somebody's parent is not, you know, they're doing what they should be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, did we mention, yeah, we learned that Finn got kicked out of the house at 17 mm-hmm. um, when she came out. Um, I mean, apparently dad must not be that great if he allows mom to kick Finn out. Mm-hmm. But maybe I don't think dad... he's that great of a man either, but maybe just a little bit better. Maybe yeah. she was running things in the house and told him, shut up. See that. <laughs> that's believable. That. Yeah, that's very believable. He shut it up and said that. So um this time when they go when we get some fireworks, this time Carrie is around to say something. And I thought it was like a nice relief to have Carrie there to put Anne in her place. Mm-hmm. I'm glad she showed it when she did because Billy's mom was going ham. She was going ham. <laughs> Talking about, you embarrass me. She's embarrassing herself right now. Right? She was making a huge scene if she was yeah. embarrassed. She's bringing Honestly, all the attention. <laughs> yeah, don't you love it when somebody like raises their voice and makes a huge scene and then they're like to you like, you're embarrassing me in front of all these people. <laughs> like, you're that was screaming. Her. honestly i think they could have done a little bit more than just have a turkey spill like toss that turkey right in her face you know give her a couple Mm -hmm. third degree birds i'm kidding i'm kidding but uh i'm glad it fell on her there you go there you go the funny thing is maybe this is how they carry turkeys out in restaurants but you know if you're at home the turkey a lot of times is like in its pan with all its juice. So in real life, if you do that to somebody there, their lap might have the crap burned out of them. Yeah, so this must have been a dry turkey. This must have been dry. <laughs> I don't know that turkey. I don't know that turkey. They had MTG in the kitchen cooking it. <laughs> no flavor, no juice. No flavor. It was kind of pale too. <laughs> I want some of them mashed potatoes. <laughs> Give me some of the mashed potatoes. Right, I'd be yeah, I'd be like, um, yeah, I'll take the food made at home. Thank you. <laughs> um, I want Rosie O'Donnell to hug me and tell me that everything is okay, and then I want her to tell me she's proud of me for standing up to my parents. 
I know that was that was cute. I gotta say, <laughs> I'm glad Jenny has someone that um, yeah. yeah. But like she when she was it. like, I've been stepping in in your place, but for how long though? Because they just met. <laughs> so <laughs> I was always like, yeah, Carrie, tell her, tell her, Carrie. Like they literally just met. They just went bowling. That was it. And then they met for the first time, sharing that whatever Carrie brought for them. The sandwich. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm her two week mommy. Okay. I'm her new mommy. So that is for in Carrie's mind, all you gotta do is go bowling and then you're like it's like a parent-child relationship. Apparently. <laughs> maybe um off camera what we didn't see was them like skipping like jogging together skipping through the forest holding hands like doing mom daughter stuff like going Probably. shopping we must have missed it all we must have missed it <laughs> they just mega bonded off camera <laughs> um okay carrie and finn get back to carrie's place and uh she goes down she goes down hard um but then like you said you watched the trailer and so i was very confused as to why because they treat it like a cliffhanger it's like oh Ma, no is carrie gonna make it and then they show the trailer and it's like oh yeah she made it <laughs> so dumb again something stupid again why are they gonna show us carrie okay she just fell on the floor. We're like, oh, no, Carrie, get up, Carrie. And then a few seconds later, she was like, oh, she okay. <laughs> Tell her family to, like, back off or something. Get away from her. <laughs> she was just saving you on the floor. But, it's almost okay. like they're like, oh, no need to watch the next episode. I mean, we we almost had you fooled that you need to tune back in, but nah. <laughs> Maybe they think but, they don't need the cliffhanger since they showed Bet and Tina coming back. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking, too. Bentina. How did you feel about the end with the Tess's dear mama, um, where she is, you know, saying what she learned from her mom and stuff? I mean, I didn't really think too much about it. I just thought, you know, she's just saying her goodbyes. Yeah, I thought it was kind of nice. And it was like, I think the show was trying to be like a little poetic with their ending, but also a little out of left field since the way they like killed her mom off was also so abrupt. And it was like, mm-hmm. uh, going to the nursing home. Okay. Now she's dead. Okay. Like now, <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember like the last thing she was like, I love you, mama. And then we see Finley on the floor giving CPR to Carrie. <laughs> They like that her drama. Step-in ma- her step-in mama. <laughs> her new mama. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, that's very artsy. Okay. That's yeah. not what they did there. No, Carrie had to live because that would have been no. She can't lose her new mama already. <laughs> yeah, no. Fanny had an episode. Okay, she had a lot. She only Carrie dying. Uh, this was this episode was kind of like the Finley show. What what did you think overall on this episode? I mean, I liked the episode overall. I mean, I was happy to get a Finley episode. You know, I wanted I would have liked to see like her more of a backstory because I feel like we really didn't learn anything else. I feel like we already knew the same stuff except 
the whole wedding. She got drunk at the wedding. Like when she wrote that, she was reading that letter to her mom. I wish her mom would have let her get out something else. She only said one thing. Like she had a whole letter. But I mean, I wonder if like, they go ahead. No, but overall, I liked it. Okay. It was like a little bit more. Yeah, you saying that got me thinking. I, is there more stuff in the scripts and then the editor is cutting stuff out because whoever, Marja Lewis Ryan or somebody at Showtime is like, no, we just, we don't want any background. Just all, just, cut. it's either got to be funny or dramatic or what? I don't know. I don't know. Probably, I can see them cutting out a lot of stuff. Like, it's there, but they just won't show us. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. Which is stupid. Because you're right. I want to know more. learn. Yeah. And that's something I feel like fans have been wanting for a while is more background on Finn. Yeah, and maybe nobody gives anything, but I, I'm thinking that they're like, okay, we're gonna show how horrible how horrible her mom is, and then like that'll give them like something. Like we can picture it in our own brain or something and what she went through. But I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know, you like, know what? Story I, I... or something. I think writers do like to do that a lot. You know, like, let us come up with our own, like you're saying, conclusions. So you thought overall it was a good episode? Yeah, I liked it. Finley and then like <laughs> You and seem Angie. reluctant. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, no, I think it was a good episode. I think I was just, like, hoping for more since, you know, I love Finley so much. I didn't find out nothing. Yeah. You're right. That was a letdown. And then, of course, yeah, we could have had more of Shane and Angie, too. Uh, I heard you mention mm-hmm. them. That was um, it's we're still <clears throat> on the prof- the teacher storyline. We that, that's really Angie's storyline for the season. <laughs> and I hate that. I really hate it. I mean, I thought we was going to see a whole phase. I would have I prefer to see the whole phase than this whole professor thing. People online were saying they that this is all the fault of Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> like after Pretty Little Liars did it, all the shows decided oh. they needed this professor student storyline. No, I mean I did see <laughs> Pretty Little Liars, but no, they don't need to copy that. Copy. <laughs> uh, well, any other thoughts on this uh, season so far, or on episode eight? Um. No, no thoughts, really. I mean, I'm just going with the flow at this point. I'm not <laughs> having any thoughts. That's I mean, the I safest just... bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't... no thoughts. I'm not even really excited too much about... I mean, I'm excited to see Bet. I love Bet. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm not even really... I'm, I'm like, very, <laughs> like, maybe I'll watch 9 and 10. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I love Bet, but I mean, I know a lot of people know I I don't like Tina. I've never been on board with Tina, so I'm not into Bet. But if they want to go ahead and get married, that's on them. I'm gonna be watching it, but am I gonna be happy about it? Watching it? No, probably not. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna love the last two episodes of the season. No, but have I loved the other eight? (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody? I don't know that anybody does, but we're here. (laughs) We are here. We're doing it. But I know a lot of people out there will be happy about 9 and 10, but I'll just be watching. 
Yeah, they do have a lot of fans, and they will be happy. Mm-hmm. Well, listeners and uh, viewers, make sure you head to Ashley's YouTube channel to um, get these breakdowns every week and these trailer uh breakdowns and these recaps uh also uh just like a really unique fresh take on recapping episodes um really funny so make sure you are subscribing and all of that like i said is linked in the subscription um thank you for joining me uh and breaking down the episode ashley we did it yeah we did it thank you for having me this was fun (laughs) (laughs) Um, listeners make sure you are subscribed uh, wherever you are listening or watching so that you stay up to date with our 9 and 10 episode recaps Uh, it's going to get pretty crazy with the return of Ben and Tina so hit that sub button for more gay recaps and thanks again Ashley I will talk to you all uh, next time bye